I'm Piera. And I'm Harley. We're casually. Mental. Mental. What's what what vibe is that today? Honestly, it's like happy stress. Happy stress. Yes. And you know what? It's happy stress because it goes right into our topic, which is burnout. burnout. And the irony is that I am happy because I quit my job, stressed because I am working on getting more clients and just, you know, finishing up some projects for my current clients. But overall, I am stoked on life at the moment. Hell yeah. I love that. And I think it's a good segue from our last episode, which was about boundaries. I feel like if you don't have a good way to start getting boundaries is getting burnt out. Because you don't have them. It's not a good that thing, but that's how you so get true. <laughs> um, and I do want to share thank you for everyone for your feedback from the last episode. Y'all want more details, and we will be giving that to you this time around because we've got stories because we worked in corporate. Oh, I got some tea. <laughs> Since this is about uh, burnout. And work stress mostly. Um, what are some symptoms that you have that you're like, oh, I'm on the verge of burnout? Oh, God. What symptoms aren't there? Um, <laughs> I would cry in the bathroom at my house. I would hide in an office and cry, like consistent crying, uh, dread. I would literally dread going to bed because I didn't want to wake up the next morning. I would dread waking up. Uh, on the weekends, all I wanted to do was sleep because I was so depressed uh, that I couldn't even really function in my normal life. Um, irritability. I didn't talk to my friends because I was so busy that I just forgot I had a social life. Uh, I mean, where where do I stop? <laughs> what about you? I feel like those are um, a decent number to figure out if you're on the verge. <laughs> I mean, pretty much I hated my life. So like if you hate your life, most likely you need to change something about it. And you spend 40 hours a week working for most of us. So if you hate your life, there might be some reasoning behind that. There might be a pattern. Uh, For me, same with the irritability. Um, I have one specific time of my life where I was very prone to burnout and I was so irritable. I was like, not replying to friends. I was just like, please stop texting me. It's like, who says that to their friends? Nobody. Oh my God. I've totally said that before too. I'll be like, I don't have time for this right now. And you're like, oh my God, I'm such a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my symptoms. uh, Sometimes like the smallest things will piss me off. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. You know, I think that one of the things that are really interesting, and this is something that I kind of had to learn the hard truth of is I've had, I've had, I've been really lucky with a lot of the jobs I've gotten and uh I, and you know I think for me uh being from Virginia small town uh I am very proud of where I've gone to but for me I always wanted to be the best and I wanted to be great at something and so you know especially like what you said earlier like boundaries you know I think in my 20s I really didn't have any boundaries and so I would let people push me around I'd let people talk to me awfully I would spend you know 6 a.m to like 9 p.m working and uh, I think if it wasn't for COVID I don't think I ever would have really learned what I needed for myself because I had a moment to take a second and kind of regroup after uh, I got laid off from my first job 
And I think that really helped me to kind of be like, what do I want now? And, you know, COVID kind of happened as I was going into my 30s. So, you know, my biggest piece of advice for people, especially if you're facing burnout, but you're looking for new jobs is give yourself time between jobs, because that's something that no one ever tells you. But literally taking even just like two weeks between jobs can help you reduce burnout because people, a lot of people just go straight into the next job and, you know, fight for what you want. You know, we're living in 2023. This is not when our parents grew up anymore. This is now. And I think one of the issues I have the most of is um, my parents are, we're both working parents. And so they always drove me to just work as hard as I could. You know, we were from a pretty lower middle-class family and I, we, I'm the only child, so I don't know what I'm saying. We for. <laughs> but I was from a pretty uh, middle, lower-class family. So, and I'm Jewish. So they were like, work, 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 work. You know, I started working when I was 16. And so, I mean, burnout has been a consistent thing in my life, but I wasn't able to handle it until I had that break between my job that I had was laid off of in COVID and then my one that was after that. So that is my advice. Man. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the first layoff too is like the most dramatic. I feel like I've gotten laid off multiple times now, but my first one, I was like, me too. Like my life is over because I was so intertwined of my career being tied to who I was and my self-worth, which is absurd. Uh, But I mean, I feel you. Yeah. So uh, I like that advice that if you can try to take a a beat in between, which I have never done. So I'll take that advice for next time. Oh my God. It literally helped me so much. Like I can't even tell you how much it helped me because the job I was working before, uh, I'd worked at it for three and a half years and I went through actually, I've literally been through it all. Um, So that one, we had a merger happen and it was I don't know if anyone's ever been through a merger before, but it is pure hell. Um, They let go of most of my team. They put a million people above me and everyone they let go was below me. So I really didn't have a lot of help. And it was really just like me and a few other people holding up the entire team. There was no additional pay either. So like we really got screwed on that situation. So the irony is right before COVID, I was actually thinking about quitting, but I was laid off before I could quit. And I was so freaking happy that that happened. And During that time, I thought a lot about what I wanted in life and what my future looked like. And at that point, I was like, I want to work in music. I'm going to do everything in my power to gun towards something like this. I want a job that has, you know, better health care, you know, uh, better vacation days or whatever. And I really came up with like a list of things that this new job had to have. Then uh, I went to that new job and it was great. But also because we're living in a weird political, I'm not political climate too, but we're also living in a just weird climate in general where, you know, money's all over the place and people are getting laid off left and right. And as you can tell, me and Pierre have both been laid off twice. So don't get sad if you get laid off. Just take that as a thing where it's like, let's get back up on the horse. Mm -hmm. But literally like during that time, Uh, I was able to kind of make a list of everything that I wanted from my new workplace. And then I was able to get it. And it literally led to my dream job, which was, you know, I mean, like I said, it was awesome, but got laid off from it too. And I think just dealing with corporate life in general, I realized like it's not that I don't like working. It's not that I don't like social media, which I actually thought that for a while too. It's really just, I don't think I liked working in like a corporate lifestyle. And so that's actually inevitably what uh, led me to be a freelancer. And now I'm officially freelancing and I'm way happier. And 
you know, I think with you, Pira, like, you know, you have a different scenario, which I think is really great to talk about as well, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you freelance or, you know, you stay at a corporate job, just have a list of things that you want from your employer and know. And also like, if you get a red flag during the interview, like go, like, no, I got red flags during interviews and then I took the job what? and it was hell on earth. What were yeah, the red flags? How do you know what I a didn't, red flag is? You just got a gut feeling. Oh my feeling. God. I got a gut feeling. I did, you know, it's funny when I was interviewing before I decided to make the leap to her freelance, I was interviewing with this woman and like, I did not like her. And I think I just wanted a job really badly because I was really scared about money. Mm -hmm. And so I started to take it and I was like, and as I got to kind of know her better, I was like, holy shit, this girl just does not mesh with me. And like, I think she's brilliant. I think she's really smart, but like, I did not like her as a boss. And like, I got that on my interview and I should have just stuck to it because your gut knows you the best. But that's kind of my little spiel on working. I don't know, Pira, like yeah. being somebody that actually enjoys your job where you work for other people, like what what is your experience with burnout? Because I know it's very different from mine. Yeah. Not very different. Well, different. yeah. So different, different in our own way. Um, yeah. I So I moved to, to LA from New York because of the burnout hustle culture. Like I worked in retail and I worked in corporate at the same time also because I was trying to like pay off student debt and – all these different things, also just the hustle culture, and you're, and there's also that comparison game of, oh, I'm supposed to be here at like 25 by 30 by the, all these like made up things. But I was working in corporate. I was also working in fashion, in social media. I've been doing this for like over 10 years now, so it's it's interesting. Also, that I don't know about you, but um, every place I have been let go of. Uh, it's always um, social first. It's always the social team is just like, now nah, we don't need them. We, that's no, that's not necessary. Oh my God, right? Like, I don't know what is up with like creative jobs in general, but like if you work in creative, most likely you are the first one to go. Yeah. It makes fun. no sense, but whatever. Everyone work in social and creative. It's great, they say. They really value you. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but I, I worked in um, in fashion and I, I worked at this very corporate place. I also, again, worked in retail. So it was like burnout on both ends. It was truly burning the candle at both sides of also um, commuting. Uh, that was when that was a thing pre-pandemic. Uh, I would be on the train and I would just – I would have full-on sleeping dreams on the train because I was so exhausted and Were they was, like work nightmares? Because like I got work nightmares too. I left that off of my list of like burnout. <laughs> uh, yeah, adds to list. No, my my when I was in bed sleeping, those would be work stress dreams. But then on the train, they were more delightful, I guess, because I was like being rocked like a baby on the train. <laughs> oh my god, messed I love up, it. messed up. But I should we all just like start trying to just sleep on trains or should we all just get like baby rockers to help us reduce stress while trying to go to bed? I mean, yeah, I have a weighted blanket. So add me to the, to the cradle rocking and I'll be a full on human child. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Um, I need that. But you had a, you had a gut reaction when you were interviewing. I had kind of a gut reaction too, but I was already working there for like multiple years, but my body was just like, you need to slow down. I was being again, irritable to friends. 
Uh, I was the first one in the office, the last one to leave, totally tired. And I kind of felt like I need to slow down. I need to take a break. So I took a, um, a mental health day, which at the time was not even part of corporate vocabulary. Uh, it barely is now, but uh, I had to just like take a day and just sleep. I didn't even do anything that day. I literally just slept. And then I, I went into the, to the office the next day and I got there early. I had submitted a campaign. And then by the end of the day, it was like 6 p.m. It was dark outside because it was winter in New York. And I just remember seeing the HR person when I entered the director's office, which, you know, is a bad, bad sign. Don't trust no HR person. I love my HR peeps out there, but like, let's be real. At the end of the day, HR people are there for the company. They're not there for you. If you don't like something, you need to fix it yourself. Yeah. So I saw I know them. this all the way too well. <laughs> We're experts in this, I guess, in being laid off. God, uh, sad, but true. Sad, but true. Uh, so I saw the, the HR person. I was like, well, this can't be good with my manager of just like the serious face and Mind you, I just, I just like sent off a campaign. I was like, do do do, nothing's wrong. And they told me I would, had been laid off. And this is the first time I've ever gotten laid off. And I just like, it was like a wave of emotions. I was so sad. I, I really tied it to my self-worth. I was like, oh man, like I was not good enough for them. And it was a very toxic workplace, a lot of like office politics, which is a whole other thing. But um, after that, I... I wish I kind of did take a break, Carly, like you did. I just was immediately like, I need another job, stat. And then I ended up working for this even worse corporate life. They even had like on their wall. This is how you, this is a red flag, everybody. If on their wall or anywhere, it says we are a family here, get out, exit. Unless you know? it's Olive Garden. <laughs> I've if it's been- Olive Garden, stay. I've only been to an Olive Garden once because I'm Italian and we don't go there. Um, but <laughs> I love but, all the chains. Oh my god! Uh, it reminds but, me of suburbia. I don't. I grew up in the city. I have no idea. I don't know about that life. Uh, but the the other place I went to, like it literally was on the mural, and it was even worse than the other corporate place. So I've learned a lot in red flags, I guess, a little bit. Um, but it did teach me a lot of where where my boundaries are of what I want from a job specifically. Um, so, I mean, same with you got to go through it to understand what you want, right? You need the exp- you can't just be told. You can only guide yeah. someone so much. You have to really actually experience it. So now, I've I've figured out ways to avoid or try to limit the amount of burnout I've had. I don't. I feel like it's been a couple of months since I've been in burnout true land. Um, so I'm also curious, Harley, if you have any now, now that you're, you've experienced the burnout, if there are any tips you have to avoid what you do to avoid burnout because you know your symptoms of like, oh, I need to do this now. I hide away in a Korean spa. <laughs> That's great. Like no joke. I I have problems relaxing, so I literally go to a place that I can relax at, which is Korean spas. It's like so cheap, and you can just lay there for like five hours. I turn off my phone. I don't look at it at all, and I just like zen out. 
And that honestly is like one of my favorite things to do. But also if I can't do that, I just exercise. So I do Pilates. I do really enjoy trying to get in like a lunchtime class because I do feel like it helps me to kind of break up my day. And like if I am stressed in the morning, it kind of helps me to like shake it off a little bit. I also, if I can't even do that, then I try to walk around the neighborhood, maybe get a little stretch break, maybe watch like 30 minutes of Seinfeld, like something that's just will put me in a better mood. Uh, take a deep breath. You know, mm. sometimes I forget to breathe when I'm really stressed. So sometimes mm. literally just like getting that oxygen just really helps. Should we do that now? Should we, should we take oh, a deep yeah. breath? Oh, okay. yeah. All right. Everybody listening, we're going to take a deep breath in. And then hold it and then breathe out. Yeah. Doesn't that feel so much better? Are we all present? Are we all present and chilled? <laughs> Wait, but Piero, what about yes. you? I'd love to hear what you do. Yes, I have like a whole list of things that I do now. Uh, one of them is uh, literally going outside and touching grass and basking in the sun for five minutes uh, really makes a difference. Uh, and I really do love my walks. I, I have PTSD, so it takes me a minute to get there. Um, but when I do end up feeling safe and, you know, doing what I have to do to get to that part, I love walking. I just love walking, seeing, you know, all the different homes. I like to see, I don't know if this is a little off topic, but I love looking at license plates that are funny uh, oh my on God. my walks. Same. Oh my God. Do you ever look at my Instagram? I'm literally consistently taking pictures of like funny Instagrams or like stupid bumper stickers. It's like one of my favorite things to do. I saw one today that says, don't yuck my yum. And I was like, that's a great sticker on a car. A plus. Oh, I love that. A plus. There's this car outside of my house and it it has a Deftone sticker on it. And it says, I heart your mom. And it's like my favorite car ever. And whenever (laughs) I see it, it just brings me like pure happiness. Do you ever leave a post-it of like, I love that sticker? No, but I did see the guy come out one time and I was like, I'm and he's a red truck too. I'm like, I'm obsessed with just everything about your car. The Deftone sticker, the license plate is perfection. Amazing. <laughs> he kind of looked at me and was like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Crazy buddy. lady. I'm going to uh, get in my car now. <laughs> but other things that I do are uh, I have – I like to dedicate – I put – I love planning. I love a good calendar. I have an actual physical cal- calendar and I write things down so I could see what my day is like and say – okay, it seems like I'm really busy this time. Let me block off some time to focus on a thing or have some deep work. Um, and then also mantras. I, I write down post-it notes of mantras, really just to what we just did, breathe and say, you know, there is no rush and you, you know, have patience. So those are my, those are my tips. Oh, look at you with the post-it. I What's that one say? <laughs> It says, don't overthink and don't underestimate yourself. Ooh. Because I get really stressed at work and I like, I, and it's it's exactly what you said. I have to, like, I'm a perfectionist and like, I want everything to be like good. Mm -hmm. There's sometimes where I'm like, I just have to be like, you know what? It's out of my hands. Don't stress out. Don't stress about the small things. If other people are enjoying and are happy, then like lay it off. I, I'm like my worst critic. So I think that also adds on to work stress too. Same. I'm like, oh, no, this is not good enough. For who? But for who? I know. And I love what you said earlier about just like there's no right time at all. So like also keeping that in mind, there's no right time. You can have children when you're 20. You can have a massive career change in your 40s or 50s. Just do whatever makes you happy. And I think that's something that we all really forget. And we spend so much time working 
that we forget that like, this is our life. You can change it if you want to. So just always try to think positively, create positively. You know, I think for me, it's been, you know, a hustle trying to get my freelance stuff off the ground, but I am so happy right now. And to be honest, I've never been happier. So Aww, I'm really I think proud it's of worth you. it. Thanks. I'm really proud I'm really of you. Proud of myself too. I never thought I would be here, but I, and it, it sounds so crazy to say, but it's like, you know, it's been a process. I took, no. you know, um, some time between my, you know, that one bad job of getting laid off onto like the next job that I love, but got laid off of too. And, you know, obviously there's some political, political politics that like pissed me off about that whole thing too. So it's like taking that time in between was like, I cannot say how much that helped me. And it really helped me to assess like what I needed in my future. And I think that's when I fully realized like, this is what I need to be doing. And like I said, it's been a hustle. It's been challenging. I've had to learn something new every single freaking day, but I've never been so committed to working before in my life, but like happily working. Yeah. I can't even believe I just said that right now. And it's on two happily works, but whatever. I know. I'm like, please remember this. I'm going to screenshot this and just like put it on my wall and be like, do you remember when you said you were happily working? <laughs> but it's good because it, you're you're not going into burnout land because you're aware of like how you're feeling and you're passionate about what you're doing. So I love that. Yeah. Well, on that note, I would love to hear what other people's techniques are. If we, if there's a technique that we didn't mention, please comment, Mm -hmm. DM us, let us know. I personally would love to hear everyone's like de-stress, especially around work techniques, because I am a stress ball 24 seven. So please send me everything. This is for me, not even for you guys. Just tell me. Oh my God. I forgot Harley. I, um, my best burnout tip uh, to not burn out, to not burn out tip is get a hula hoop. I have a hula hoop, um, that I every day hula hoop to a song I like in the moment and it, it brings me instant happiness. So if you're feeling burnt out, get a hula hoop for 99 cents. I got mine at the 99 cent store and, um, reduce, reduce burnout for 99 cents. One There you go, folks. That is the get a hula hoop and go to Korean spas. And on that note, thanks for listening thanks to for us. Thanks for listening. Bye. I hope you guys all have a good work week. Chill. Bye. Have a great day. Bye. Take a deep breath in. And then hold it. And then breathe out.